Hey, everybody. Nathan King here with the Auburn Undercover Podcast. Wanted to just remind everybody of our promo we have running right now with our sponsors, Home Field Apparel. You guys can go to homefieldapparel.com and new customers can get 15% off their first purchase with the code Auburn Undercover. That's Auburn Undercover, all one word, all caps. If you guys don't know, if you've been living under a rock and you don't know what Home Field Apparel is, it's a premium collegiate apparel brand based out of Indianapolis. It's incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs, including a lot of really, really cool Auburn stuff. You guys know better than anybody that Auburn's got some really cool old logos and designs from back in the glory days. And so they've taken advantage of that and gone back, made some really creative sweatshirts and T-shirts and even some joggers. You guys go check it out, Home Field Apparel. Com. They just launched a new Auburn shirt on October 9th that's honoring Auburn's first national championship season back in 1957. What they did was, and Homefield goes back and they dig through all kinds of old archives in order to find the coolest designs they can, they can get their hands on. They went back and found a postcard that was from that 1957 team that Auburn sent out and has a picture of an old obby holding up the Associated Press 1957 National Championship trophy. So if that sounds cool to you, you guys can go to homefieldapparel.com and get that on a t-shirt and you can get 15% off that purchase if it's your first purchase. Again, the code is Auburn Undercover, all one word. That's Auburn Undercover, all one word, homefieldapparel.com. Welcome back, everybody. Another edition here of the Auburn Undercover Podcast on the 24-7 Sports Network. My name is Nathan King, joined here by our recruiting expert, Keith Niebuhr. Wanted to get in a recruiting podcast here before the end of the week because, obviously, the signing period is coming up. Auburn's making some moves on the recruiting trail, and there are a couple of recruitments we're having our eye on here as we get close to a really important November. So, Keith, got a few questions for you. Haven't talked to you on the podcast here in a while. Um, Auburn's coming off the bye week. It was the first opportunity in a season for this staff to all go out um, and make some bye week recruiting trips. In your mind, some of the ones that you know about, what were some important trips that this that this coaching staff made during that off week? Well, the first thing I want to point out is that on these visits, it, it's important to, to to let everybody know that as a coach, you can't just sit there and have a one hour conversation with the kid. They still got those same stupid rules, the bump rule, basically. So you could fly out to Washington, uh, to Seattle, and then drive down to Portland like the new receivers coach Eric Keesaw did. And you can't sit there and have an extended conversation with these kids. It's it's such a colossal joke, uh, but it is what it is. So you're really just making appearances. So when people say, oh, there was a great visit and they really made an, a move on the visit, I'm like, well, well, how? I mean, the guy just, he was he said hello. And <laughs> you know what I mean? So. They're, they're, you're kind of constricted by the rules. So again, that's it's important to point that out and let everybody know what you can and can't do. That said, uh, and also, by the way, you can't talk to the parents. You can't do any of that stuff. It's so ridiculous. But that's what visits are for. And, and yet there were significant visits because you want to be seen. It's still important to be seen. So above all else, let's take a look at the receiver position. Nathan, we'll go position by position. They did go see a quarterback, uh, but he's already committed. And that's Holden Gurner. Uh, Brian Harson, the head coach of Auburn, was at his game on Friday. Now, I kind of thought that was an interesting tactic because as the head coach, uh, I personally, I mean, you know, people are going to say, Niebuhr, what do you know? I, listen, this is my opinion. Okay, Brian Harson knows more than I do. He's, he's forgotten more than I'll ever know. Okay, I'm not a coach. But it, you don't see it often where a guy, uh, well, not, I, I can't say that, Nathan, but 
I guess what I'm trying to say is some other coaches went and saw their biggest targets, not guys that were already committed. So that was interesting. Yeah. That was interesting because I don't think Holton Gurner is going to going to flip or any of that stuff. He seems pretty locked in with Auburn, um, but maybe he just wanted to show love to the kid that's been so faithful to Auburn. However, you don't have a lot of chances to get out and about, so I thought that maybe he would go to a big target, a Darius Clemens or a Antonio Williams, somebody like that. But he went to he went to Holton Gurner's name a game. But at the receiver position, Auburn sent guys to the both big targets games, and that's Darius Clemens in Portland, Oregon who probably is going to have a decision, we think, in November. Today he received his All-American Bowl jersey. Auburn-Oregon battle. We know Auburn's pushing harder than than Oregon. Will that be the difference at this time? We think it will be. Antonio Williams is where uh, he goes to Irmo, South Carolina's Dutch Fork High School. Great program in South Carolina. Irmo is just a suburb of Columbia, not far from the University of South Carolina. Mike Bobo was there. Remember, he coached there at South Carolina. He knows the lay of the land from working all those years at Georgia as well. He's really close with the head coach there. Uh, and they wanted to see Antonio Williams, uh, big-time receiver. Ole Miss, uh, South Carolina, Auburn, and Georgia, probably the four to watch there. Uh, the running back position, another interesting one, Cadillac Williams. Now, you're, you're stopping by, I should point out. You're seeing various guys during the day, too. And then you'll go Thursday and Friday because it was an open week. And then you'll go to their game. So these are just the games that they went to. Cadillac Williams, the running backs coach, went and saw Richard Young, five-star running back in the 2023 class. Again, that was interesting because, and I'm trying to dig and learn what I can here. I know I know the kids coach fairly well, but I'm, I'm still running into some, into some walls here. But uh, Richard Young has not given Auburn a ton of love the last eight months. Yeah, I think he put out like a top eight or top ten or something like that. Didn't even have Auburn in it. So for Cadillac Williams to go to his game was a little peculiar. Does he know something we don't know? Or are they just trying to get back in the game? That's up to me to figure that out, find that out for everybody. Uh, Tight ends coach Brad Bedell went and saw Mike O'Reilly Ducker, the tight end commit. He went to his game Thursday night and then saw some other kids Friday. Uh, Offensive line coach Will Friend was all over the place. Um, Gosh, uh, let's see. uh, I know he was seeing some junior college guys in, in Mississippi. Uh, and such defensive line coach Nick East. I'm not quite sure where he was. We don't get a list. These schools don't give you a list. They don't really want you to know, if we're being honest, where they're going. Uh, because the minute you report it, then everybody else knows where, where you went, uh, including your, the Georgias, Alabamas, Florida States, Miamis, Floridas of the world. You don't want them to know. Um, linebackers coach Jeff Schmetting, one of the busier guys out there. Uh, him and Harson stopped in, uh, at the schools of Robert Woodyard, the Alabama linebacker commit that Auburn's trying to flip. And then Shamar James, who just recently, de- another linebacker, by the way, who just recently decommitted from Florida. Now, I don't like their chances at all with James, and I haven't. I've said that uh, since the day he decommitted. And even before that, I thought Georgia was the team to watch, and then Alabama. We've got some sources in Florida. They never really saw Auburn as a big threat. People at Auburn see it a little different. We'll see who's right. But right now, uh, looks like a Georgia-Alabama battle, and he will not be at Auburn's game this weekend, but he might be at a game later this year. We'll see. Uh, Schmetting also, I, I think, was reported elsewhere, might uh, went and saw Deuce Spurlock, the Michigan uh, linebacker commit um, that Auburn has recruited. He, I checked in with him. He's not going to be at the game this week. Uh, but Auburn, you know, kind of sniffing around there. Uh, secondary coach, uh, Zach Etheridge. Actually, I don't know where Burt Watts was. I think he might have I, – I, I'm not sure where he was. They do coaches the edge, guys. Cornerbacks uh, coach Zach Etheridge was really busy in and around Atlanta. Friday night went to a game in Lake uh, – excuse me, I just want to say Lake City – in Valdosta, Georgia, uh, home to Jadarian Ryan, the LSU four-star commit uh, cornerback that Auburn's trying to flip. In fact, we expect him to be at Saturday's game, and 
uh, and officially visiting Auburn uh, for the Iron Bowl. We reported that over the weekend. Good bit of scoop there. Uh, and then on Saturday, he went and saw a couple safeties. I, I don't know where Derek Mason, who coaches the safeties, was. He might have gone somewhere else uh, that day. I'm not sure. But uh, they went and scouted a couple safeties at Hutchinson Community College. One of them uh, is officially visiting this weekend, Marquise Gilbert. Um, and so he, he'll be one of Auburn's two known official visitors. We think there'll be a third, uh, most likely. Uh, and then Derek Mason saw a bunch of guys and was uh, in Montgomery on Friday. I know he stopped off at uh, uh, Montgomery Catholic, home of TJ Dudley, and a, also a defensive back prospect that's emerging. Uh, I think his name's Jordan Thomas. If, I, if I'm getting – sometimes, Nathan, I, I write about so many kids. Yeah, Jordan Thomas, Mississippi State commit safety. Auburn sniffing around a little bit there, you know, evaluating, seeing what's up. Uh, and then I think Friday night he went and watched the, the safety commit. Um, Jacoby Albert. So a lot of visits, man. Uh, but, you know, the big ones are obviously the guys that are wavering. And there don't seem to be too many of those guys. You know, uh, Jacoby Albert, maybe a little bit, uh, even though he wasn't going to be coached by Cornelius Williams, he was close to him, the, the outgoing receivers coach. Uh, that was his area recruiter. So shoring up guys, we think they, they feel pretty good about most of their, or, excuse me, all of their commits. And then working on new guys, uh, working on new guys. And so you saw a lot of that too, the receivers, you know, people like that. So uh, it was a busy week for Auburn staff. Again, I go back to that Brian Harson visit. I'd, I'd love to get some more info on that and what the reasoning was. Again, I'm not questioning. It's just as a reporter, you're curious. It's, it's. I think when you ask questions, people think you're questioning them, and it's more of, no, I'm just curious. I kind of like to know the motivations. It just uh, helps you do your job a little better. And also, I mean, at the end of the day, Nathan, I'm a fan of recruiting, just like everybody listening is a fan of Auburn football. And so I like to know what's going on. So that was, I thought to me, that was one of the most interesting visits. And I talked to Jason Caldwell, you know, who works with us about it too. We were, we just thought it was interesting. Not, not again, not crit. I, I feel like I'm, I'm almost uh, saying not criticizing so much that people are going to assume that I was criticizing, but no, I, I just found it fascinating. Um, but a busy week and we'll see now. Cause you know, you don't have too many gimmies left on the schedule. Uh, so it's hard to get out and about. Um, it's tricky. You you got to get out and be seen. That's the big thing. Again, Nathan, you're not doing any talking because I'm I'm just rambling here. But you, you know you you can't do too much other than be seen. But that's big, man. Think about Darius Clements, four star receiver out in Oregon. You know you know Auburn loves you. You know they prioritized you. But you're a long way away, man. You are across the from sea to shining sea, right? And so I guess Alabama's not on the East Coast, but close enough, right? Not on the Atlantic. You turn around and you get that coach at your game. That's a big deal, man. That's a big deal. And uh, that can mean more than talking to a guy. Because, look, they already know each other. They talk on the phone all the time. They've met on visits. So the biggest thing is just to see him there. And that means you care. That means you're a priority. Yeah, you were talking about guys that were wavering. Um, yeah. I, I didn't give you this question ahead of time. So, of course, I'm going oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to you. But just yeah. with the LSU situation, what, what can you tell us about the way Auburn is approaching trying to get some of those yeah, guys because I mean, obviously that's yeah i mean just going after the main guys i mean you know like jadarian ryan we just mentioned him you need cornerbacks right they don't have a cornerback committed right now and so that that opening and by the way they're recruiting him before ed orgeron announced he was uh, or it was announced that ed orgeron and lsu were parting ways uh but you got to figure if lsu was seven and one right now this probably wouldn't be coming up but they're not orgeron won't be back uh, defensive backs coach Corey Raymond, who who I know and and is very popular, and 
Uh, I feel like I'm name dropping there, but, but uh, uh, he, you know, if he's not back, I mean, that really shakes up a lot of things. Um, so they're keeping an eye on him. Again, they visited him last week. He's probably going to be at Auburn on Saturday. He'll probably be back for an official visit uh, in about a month for the Iron Bowl. Uh, so that's a big one. Another one to keep an eye on is with Terrence Welch. He's another cornerback. He's in Louisiana. You don't usually flip guys in Louisiana, uh, the Pelican State from LSU. But you got all this going on. Will Corey Raymond, the DB coach, be back? He's really close with him. It's not a slam dunk. I've seen some places, and, and not to be critical of anybody, but I've seen people say that you know he's a high priority for Auburn. I can't say that with uh, a lot of certainty that he is a high priority. I know they like him, but he's got some uh, a knee injury right now, and he might have had some in the past. But there's there's yeah, Auburn's is continuing continuing to evaluate that situation. You know, you don't take a guy, just take a guy. Do, does, do we want him? Do we like him? Do we need him? Is he healthy? Is he smart? Is he, you know, whatever. There's a lot of factors that come into play, but keep an eye on him because I feel like if Auburn pushes, the commits are pushing, uh, but it's up to the coaches to push. I feel like if Auburn pushes and then, you know, we have to see what happens at LSU is Corey Raymond kept. I mean, that's significant. This is a position coach like few in the SEC. I mean, he is known for coaching DBU, defensive back U, and you know, it, I mean, gosh, he's as identifiable to recruits as just about anybody on that staff uh, has been in years other than the head coach. So uh, that is significant. Uh, another one to keep an eye on, Trevante Citizen. He's a four-star running back. Again, another kid from Louisiana committed to LSU. Auburn likes him a lot. He visited Auburn officially in June. He told me just a couple of days ago, I'll probably be back for a game. It's his intention to go back for a game. I still think that will be a tough one, though. Um Auburn's got one running back committed to Mario Austin. He's totally cool with them taking a second one. LSU's only got one running back committed. It's him, Trevante Citizen. So what will the new staff want? What will the new head coach want? He's having a big season, supposedly. Uh, if they want to keep him, man, Nathan, there's going to be a grant. That, that, look, there's one program in that state that everybody cares about. I mean, look, uh, Napier's done a hell of a job at Louisiana Lafayette. Louisiana Monroe's better than they've been in a while, I think. Uh, Tulane is... Uh, struggling, but you know it's, it's still Tulane, a, a program that's notable. Uh, and then you got some, uh, you know, Grambling Southern, those schools. But LSU is a, is the school in that state, like Ohio State is in Ohio. It doesn't matter about forget about all the other ones. It's that school, and whoever they hire, there's going to be a groundswell of support from that state to keep those to put a lock, uh, a fence around that state. So to me, it's going to be hard to flip this guy. But you never say never. Uh, one more guy to keep an eye on is an LSU legacy. Uh, Austin Osbury, cornerback from Baton Rouge. I think University Lab is where he goes to school. And if you've ever been to Baton Rouge, that school is right on campus. I mean, it is right smack. You go right through the main gate where the little downtown is, where all those great restaurants are, and right into campus, and it's right there. And so uh, his dad played linebacker, very good linebacker in the 80s for Bill Arnsparger, the great LSU head coach. Uh, who I actually got to know later in his life when he worked down in Florida. Um, you know, he really resurrected that program. That's who his dad played for. Now his dad works in the athletic department. But we've always heard that he's not a slam dunk to LSU. There's other factors in play here. He may want to leave uh, Auburn. He already officially visited just a few weeks ago. It went great. Uh, he's going to officially visit Florida. He just was at Bama, probably go back for an official. I think Michigan may also be in, uh, maybe Notre Dame. Too. I can't remember. There's a few other schools. And then LSU. Uh, so that's going to be a tough one, but Auburn's really made a hell of an impression and, and they may have a shot. Um, 
So those are some of the main guys that are connected to LSU. One more, Demario Tolan, linebacker out of Dr. Phillips High School, right in Orlando. If you've ever been to Universal Studios, it's literally right across the street. I've when I interviewed him, you could hear all the kids screaming on Splash Mountain or whatever whatever that ride was. Um, and you know, he is kind of wavering a little bit too. Now he says all the right things, but then he says, I'm still gonna take a bunch of visits. Um, FSU's pushing hard, they may have the best shot. Auburn uh, linebacker, by the way, uh, Demario Tolan. Uh, Auburn could very well get another visit in, in um, or a visit from him in November or December. But Nathan, he hadn't been to Auburn since he was like a freshman. So, like, to me, they're playing a little bit behind. I don't even know how hard they're pushing. So, um, you know, there's a lot going on there with these kids with LSU ties. But he is committed to LSU for now. We'll see. You know, we'll see a new staff. It's not just a matter of whether the kid likes the new coach, Nathan. I mean, the, the new coach like the kid. I mean. You're coming in and you got all the you're they're paying you seven, eight million dollars a year. And you you'd love to honor all the the scholarship offers to all the commitments, but I mean, geez, man, you you only got one life to live at these schools, man. You know, you got to make as many right calls as possible. So, you know, those when that new staff gets there, they'll that you know, provided some of these kids haven't decommitted before then. That's the other part of it. Uh, but it, it's a two-way street. So those are some of the kids to watch there. I'm pretty sure when I would go to Timber Creek games where my older brother went to school in Orlando. I'm pretty sure yeah. Dr. Dr. Phillips would kick our butt. I'm not, I'm not yeah, entirely. You know, yeah, they, I'm sure they would. I mean, yes. Uh, wait a second. Timber Creek, is that where the big running back, uh, Jacques Patrick, went? Jacques Patrick. I played yeah. basketball with him in middle school, and my claim to fame is I blocked his shot one day in practice when I was in seventh grade. And he yeah. Grade, can, can, so. can I cuss on this thing? You could go for it. I'll, I'll drop the I E. Mean, that sounds e like a that just sounds like a load of bullshit. Okay, is, I can I can get you some I mean, witnesses. That's my I, I goal. Knew a guy, That's my listen, goal. I now. knew I, I knew a guy, great guy by the way, but used to tell us that he brought uh, blocked Rodney Rogers uh, in in a high school basketball game. The guy played at I want to say Wake Forest and was like a first round pick, and he's like a five eleven kid that with not a lot of hops. I mean, so I, I don't know, man. What are you trying to say, Keith? Well, I'm pretty I, athletic. I, I mean, I'm not really beating around the bush, am I? I, I feel <laughs> like I'm being, I feel like I'm being pretty straightforward here. But uh, yeah, Jacquez was yeah, crazy. So, he would just run over people. Yeah, Doctor Phillips not having a great season, but I think I can't remember if they won last week or not. I think they can still get in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, the, you just try to get in the playoffs so that anything's possible. But uh, what do you got next for me? Fire away. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much of the. Um, the visitors this weekend you wanted to talk about on here or whether you wanted to leave that be um, VIP stuff. Yeah, I'll go real quick here. I'll just say okay. that the two, two official visitors, Marquise Gilbert safety from Hutchinson community college in Kansas. That's one of the guys I mentioned earlier that Zach Etheridge, the DB coach went and watched last week. He's unrated, but starting to pick up a lot of offers. Um, the other official visitor is four-star receiver commit Amari Kelly. Now Amari Kelly was probably, more hurt by the the firing of Cornelius Williams than anybody. Uh, so Auburn really has had to smooth that one over. And I think he this will be his second game since Cornelius was let go, and it'll be an official visit. So I would suspect Auburn's going to you know, put the hammer down on this one and finish this thing off. Uh, but he is committed and having a great season, by the way. He's got a lot of catches. Uh, a couple other ones. We mentioned Jadarian Rhyme. Uh, the LSU DB commit, cornerback commit, Riley Quick. We expect to be their four-star offensive tackle. And here's another really interesting one. Christian Harrison, cornerback, three-star cornerback from Woodyard Acad- Woodward Academy. I call it a Woodyard Academy, as in the uh, Robert Woodyard, the linebacker they're trying to flip. But College Park, Georgia, Woodward Academy, 
right down the street from uh, Hartsfield-Jackson Airport in Atlanta. Walker Kessler went to school. That's right. That's right. And Damari Austin, Auburn's four-star running back commit. And uh, let me tell you something. This guy's dad is Rodney Harrison, who was one of the nastiest safeties out there uh, in the, you know, of this century. Okay. And his dad was a safety. He's a cornerback. Kind of starting to blow up. He was committed to Liberty. A great early find by the they're the Flames, right? I'm, I'm losing my memory here. Yeah. Uh, by by Hugh Freeze's program, great find, but he just he committed last week. Auburn looking at him, evaluating Tennessee. I want to say his offer. Georgia Tech's offer. Big one came today. Florida. Okay, or uh, Thursday, I should say, because I guess this is going to run Friday. So now the big boys are involved. Uh, you got Georgia Tech, Tennessee, Florida. Uh, each week, some more established programs are getting involved. He'll be at the game. I think he's supposed to be there. He's told me he's going to be there. Auburn wants to eyeball him. We'll see where it goes. I mean, you know, a uh, three-star kid, but, you know, a lot, the camp season was abbreviated because of COVID. There was no camp season the year before. So this is the year of all years where there's going to be fines. There's going to be diamonds in the rough. Now, you don't want a whole class full of them because then you, if you have a whole class full of diamonds in the rough, you basically are saying, my guys are better evaluators than everybody else in the country. Well, they're not, okay? And not to say they're not great evaluators, but I can't say definitively that they're better than the, the, the big boys that they recruit against. Who, who, you know, maybe for a guy here or there, but all 20. So you don't want too many diamonds in the rough, right? Uh, but Auburn, uh, historically, when they found diamonds in the rough, it's been a defensive back. Roger McQuarrie, Nehemiah Pritchett, Daniel Thomas. There's been a lot of them. Maybe this is the next guy. No Auburn offer yet. I don't even know how serious Auburn is, but he'll be at the game. Things are progressing. Other schools are offering. Yeah, maybe he's somebody to keep an eye on. Uh, and then in the 2023 class, got a lot of interesting guys. Maybe the most interesting is three-star quarterback, and he'll, he won't be a three-star for long, I don't think. Chris Christopher Vizina of Birmingham's Briarwood Christian. Just in the last week, Auburn and Notre Dame have offered. I think Florida offered maybe the week before that. Uh, he'll be at the game. Grew up a Bama fan, open-minded now, and uh, that Mike Bobo offer meant something to him. I mean, Mike Bobo's got Matthew Stafford tearing it up in the NFL right now, okay? That's a hell of a selling point. So that's a big visit. Uh, he's eager to see the, meet these, staff, uh, these coaches in person. He hadn't done that before. Uh, if it goes well, I suspect he'll probably keep coming back. Uh, and then on the defensive line, you know, Auburn is really – bringing in some big dudes, A.J. Hoffler from Woodyard Academy, Woodyard, Woodward Academy in Atlanta, uh, Keldrick Falk, four-star defensive end from Highland Home, Alabama. God, this is like his third or fourth game this year. And then another big one, maybe the biggest of them all, tomorrow that we know of so far. I'll be putting the other list on Friday as well, uh, probably. Tamorian Parker, four-star defensive lineman from Phoenix City, uh, Alabama Central High School. And he's a guy that had the really big game against – Auburn commits Drew Bobo and Eston Harris, the two tackles, the two starting offensive tackles at Auburn High. And he really shined in that game, four sacks. Nate, that's a lot of sacks in a high school game, four sacks, okay? Because teams don't throw a ton. You know what I mean? You know, it's not like they're, it's not like you got Tom Brady back there throwing 43 times, you know? So um, it's going to be another good lineup. Uh, you know, we we'll hope to have a more complete visitors list Friday or Saturday. You, you just never know what you're going to come across. Sometimes you get the vast majority of them. Sometimes uh, you don't learn maybe 25% and you're just fishing at the games before the game to see who made it. So uh, we do our best. But, yeah, it's going to be another good crowd, no doubt. Very good crowd.
Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If they'll be able to get, you know, obviously Iron Bowl yeah. at home is big, regardless of how good you are that season. Obviously, Auburn fans would yeah. like for that game to be pretty important. Um, yeah, but they're going to get that before the early signing period. Just right now, not necessarily, oh, make your prediction for everybody who's in the class. But just how do you see that early signing class playing out right now? Do you think it's going to be a big one? I know you and Jason uh, talked yeah, about later yeah, on. You know, we're, yeah, we're waiting on. I mean, like nobody at Auburn is going to tell me. Uh, gosh, I hope they don't tell anybody else either. But nobody's going to tell me like my competitors. Nobody's going to tell us probably what the final numbers are going to be. They don't want that out there because, you know, you'll have numbers for transfer portal guys. You'll have guys that you say, hey, man, we don't have room in December. We might have room in February and then things change as well. I mean, there's all kinds of dynamics at play. So I couldn't give you a number, but Auburn's got 13 commits. I, I'd be surprised if all 13 didn't sign in December. Things change. Uh, and then, you know, at the receiver position, I like Auburn adding Darius Clements. I think it'll be at, tough to add Antonio Williams, but he's likely officially visiting for the Iron Bowl. We'll see. He wants to sign early. He could put it off. Uh, at uh, So that gives you 14. On the offensive line, uh, you know, Inez Cooper is a guy to maybe watch. Uh, what Auburn does with him may depend on whether they get a Riley Quick to flip from, from Alabama baseball. He's an Alabama baseball commit as a pitcher. He's an Auburn target as an offensive tackle. If they get him, do they have room for Inez Cooper? If they don't get him, do they do they take Cooper? I think they would get Cooper, uh, who plays uh, Inez Cooper, who plays at Pleasant Grove. Uh, on the defensive line, I like Auburn to flip Tay Woody. So that's another one. At linebacker, I like them to flip Robert Woodyard. That's another one. Uh, at cornerback, I don't know. I feel like they're trending in the right direction with Jadarian Rhyme. Not sure if he w- is a December signee or not. I feel like they've got a shot with Keontae uh, Smith, the number one junior college. Let me let me make sure I got his name right while I'm talking. But he's the number one uh, junior college. Yeah, uh, excuse me, Keontae Scott. I knew I was getting that wrong. Keontae Scott at Snow College in Utah, number one JUCO corner in the country. He's going to officially visit for the Iron Bowl. This weekend he's at Oregon. Those could be the two teams to watch. Uh, but he potentially could come in and, and, and start right away. So that's significant. At safety, I think Auburn's got a real shot with Marquise Gilbert. Uh, who's officially visiting this weekend. So there's still a lot to shake out. I could see them signing close to 20 guys in December. I mean, look, four weeks is, or excuse me, we still have four weeks of November and then a few weeks to sign this. So we're like six and a half, seven weeks away. Uh, there's going to be a lot to, uh, look, there's going to be new names emerge. There's going to be new flip candidates. There's going to be other coaches that are probably getting fired that impact targets of Auburn. But I could see them signing around 20. I mean, you know, we'll see. 
we'll just so we'll go back. To, we, 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 yeah, we could delete that part if I'm dead wrong, right? I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll go back yeah. in way after yeah. back and change it. Oh God, please, um, yeah. So the biggest one, Keith, I think people have just been waiting on yeah. for a long time. Um, the Darius Clemens waiting game, like you said, just kind of yeah. you, you mentioned earlier that you feel like his his chances with Auburn are pretty high. Just what are your feelings on him right now in more specifics? And what does that do to the class, particularly on offense, if they are able to get him on board? Well, I mean, forget about the rankings. I mean, look, I think Auburn's, I think, 34th right now nationally, 13th in the SEC. I think it's going to be definitely a top 25 class. I think very likely top 20 class, possibly top 15. Now, they got to get the top 15 for where they are now. It would help if some of their guys moved up in the rankings, obviously. Uh, One of our competitor sites has the class ranked 21st right now. We only have them 34th now. You know, so everybody's got differing opinions. But uh, it's, you know, I look at who you beat out to get kids. And the first 13 probably to me isn't going to be as impressive as the next group next batch because Darius Clemens you know you really you know you'd be beating out a, a program like Penn State who we know wanted him so you know stuff like that so uh, I, I like the their chances of, of getting him what it does is it gives you a tall outside receiver and you can never have enough of those guys he's got some Seth Williams to him he, you know he's got a just an incredible play that was on Twitter from last week with Eric Kesaw Auburn's receivers coach watching uh, one-handed touchdown catch where he just went up and grabbed the ball with his hand. It's just amazing what some of these dudes can do now. A uh, highly intelligent guy. You know, I think he's comfortable in the South. His father played at Miami Northwestern uh, at a time when Miami Northwestern was arguably not just the best program in Florida, but the best program in the country during a five-year stretch in the nineties. Uh, just beating the hell out of everybody. Uh, and, you know, you know, 10 division one guys a year. I mean, I mean, you know, you think, you think Georgia's got a dominant college defense. You should have seen the Miami Northwestern defense at the high school level. Uh, and so, you know, comfort in the South. I think the family's totally cool with him if he picks Auburn. Uh, again, it, it all comes down to want and, and, and Auburn's pursuing harder than Oregon. I mean, we have multiple people telling us this. So at this point, um, you know, I think he likes Oregon a lot, uh, but at this point, Auburn wants some more, and that usually that usually means something. So uh, he's at, look, he's an early enrollee. He's going to sign in December. I personally don't think he waits all the way until signing day to make a decision. And and quite frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if if CBS HQ gets his announcement. You know, I know they're working to get it and all that stuff. Um, I, I don't think it goes beyond November. Uh, right now, I like where Auburn sits, but again, you always have to say everything's fluid in recruiting. I mean, man, there's a lot. I mean, Cornelius Williams was the receivers coach six weeks ago. I mean, things change fast, man, you know, so you just never really know. But right now, love where Auburn sits with him, and that would be a heck of a boost to the offensive class because I love the quarterback you got. You know, uh, people say he was under the radar and all that when Auburn got him. I mean, he was, he was a high three, and then he was already moving to a four star at that point anyway. He's got a lot of ability having a great season. You got, Two really solid receivers already committed. They're both crushing it this year. Jay Fair and Amari Kelly, you'd be adding a third guy that's having another huge season. Uh, running back Damari Austin, you know, two years ago as a sophomore, I think he averaged 5.4 yards a carry. Last year, I think he averaged 6.5, 6.6 in that range. Now he's averaging over eight yards a carry. Now that's, look, you got to, your offensive line matters and all that. I get it. Quarterback play. It's not like basketball. One guy can score 30 on his own, but the numbers do show that he's improving uh, and getting better each year. That's good. That's a good thing. 
tight end. Mike O'Reilly Ducker's got over 25 catches this year. He's killing it for Bellevue West in Nebraska. I just wrote a story about him that was published Thursday night. The big question mark on offense is offensive line. You got two tackles, or excuse me, two guys committed. Drew Bobo, uh, who will be probably play center at Auburn, and Eston Harris rated as a tackle, but I think probably will be a guard at Auburn. Those were kind of layups, though. Local kids, one with uh, major ties to the program. You know, his dad obviously being Auburn's offensive coordinator, Mike Bobo. Those are guys you got to get. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pat Auburn on the back too much for landing those guys. I mean, but it was big that they got them. Don't get me wrong, but you should get them. So now they got to go out and find guys that complement those two guys because I like both those guys. Are they four-star guys? I don't know. Will they ever be four-stars in the rankings? I don't know. But I think they both have decent upsides, I'll tell you that. Um, And so, uh, you know, Drew Bobo is really technically sound. Uh, Eston Harris is is really physical. Uh, So, you know, you you like the upsides on both of those guys. Uh, But the offensive line, obviously, is now all eyes will be on that. Can Auburn – you know, it's been some. There's been some struggles with offensive line recruiting for the last couple of years. I mean, a few years. Everybody knows that. Uh, they got to change that. They're trying. Riley Quick would be a huge addition. Malik Agbo uh, is a guy that they're recruiting from uh, the Seattle Tacoma area, from uh, Federal Way, Washington. He's going to officially visit in a couple of weeks. That would be a huge one if they could land that. Uh, there's some JUCO guys, and Percy Lewis is a guy they're recruiting out of Mississippi. Uh, committed to Oregon. They'd love to flip him. So, uh, but at the end of the day, Nathan, something tells me they're still going to have to go get one or two portal guys on the offensive line. I thought they would do it this year. They just didn't really come across anything, I guess. Uh, but so overall you like what they're doing on offense, but they got to finish strong on the offensive line. Yeah. It'll certainly be something Auburn fans will be keeping their eye on. Like you said, after what's yeah. happened the past few years, um, great stuff, Keith. Thanks for, thanks so much for hopping on today. I know the listeners really appreciated that recruiting update if you guys enjoyed the show please leave us a five-star review anywhere you listen to podcasts apple spotify google wherever yeah. the intro and outro bumper music is by beats by mordecai you guys can find him on twitter soundcloud yeah, anybody and instagram still awake. go ahead yeah. Keith. yeah anybody still awake try to give us a good rating if you can yeah go for it yeah everybody everybody be waking up in the middle of the night whoa i'm supposed to leave a five stars that's what you do you put it in their rim cycle they wake up they don't know how they did it all of a sudden we have a five-star review that's kind of our deal. i like it Um, All right, guys. Well, appreciate everybody listening so much. Enjoy the game this weekend. We will catch up with you guys. And until the next episode, everybody have a great weekend.